Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Joseph Snyder. Joseph is a serial entrepreneur that has successfully initiated, built, scaled, acquired, merged, and exited multiple companies over the last 15 years. His current company is Lannister Holdings. Its mission is to generate scaled revenues and strong company value growth. And Joseph is going to tell us what all that means. Welcome, Joseph. Yeah, that's a bunch of that's a bunch of big words. It is it? a bunch of big words. Will, will you unravel them for us? I gotta rewrite that, I think. <laughs> um, I gotta rewrite that. <laughs> Joe hangs out and does yoga and makes phone calls. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I am Joseph Snyder. I am the CEO of Lannister Holdings, and our client-facing um, division is Lannister Development. We are a U.S.-based, publicly traded blockchain development company. And so we um, we build really interesting things and uh, test interesting hypotheses uh, about what decentralized ledger technologies, token use cases and um and the integrations of these things with um not only the you know the kind of new startup you know kind of market around the token and 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 quote-unquote crypto space but um also heavily focused on um existing businesses and and the core you know middle operating systems of those businesses such as manufacturing um logistics uh, you know, healthcare, oil and gas, energy, um, and our personal focus is, you know, insurance. Um, our personal focus is on real estate finance, okay. um, utilizing blockchain and utilizing um, some token use cases for how, you know, investors hold their ownership in those assets and that how they're transferable and transactable um, in a more secure, uh, less risk and lower cost way. So well, there's a whole bunch more words for you. Oh my gosh. Was so my head is spinning and I will be the first to tell you that I have a block about blockchain. Like why can't I get the concept of this darn thing? Can you can you okay. help can you put that into words that the everyday person would understand? So, you know, the the I am not actually a super tech uh, guy. I'm a, I'm an executive, you know, I do M&A and, and business and, you know, run teams and everything else. I, I've got this super duper duper awesome, you know, tech tech people in our organization and, and I love them. So um, for the super tech people out there, uh, you know, I, I, yes, I have somebody who can explain this in, in more granular terms. For everybody else who does not have any idea what this is, um, let me clarify. Blockchain is not Bitcoin. <laughs> it is not, it's not a cryptocurrency. Um, there, there are, um, you know, proof of work cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and, and things like that, that are very interesting in, in the world and the way that their, um, you know, development has, has transpired and things like that. But blockchain in and of itself is very simply a, um, a digital ledger that is, um, consensus verified, which means that the ledger is agreed to and, and ratified by multiple hosts, if you will. And the way that the easy way that I try to explain it is we've all bought a house or a condo or something like that and, right. and gone through escrow, right? So, you know, you work with your realtor, you find your property, and then you open this escrow. Well, the, the escrow company's job is to verify um, and then ensure the chain of title, right? And the chain right. of title is very simple. Your county recorder has filed paper <laughs> since the 1700s or 1800s, depending on where you live, 
um, in the U.S. specifically. Um, and that paper creates a chain of events that has to be ratified in order to be validated. Right. And this is where we have all of our rule of law around property rights and, um, you know, being able to acquire financing for property because there is a clear and transparent and insured system saying, yes, this person has legal title to this asset. Okay. So, right. And so that that legal structure and that chain of events allows you to have faith and trust and allows financiers to have faith and trust in the system. And therefore, you can have a person come in with, you know, a 725 score and they've had their job for five years and they qualify for this mortgage and it's a quarter of a million dollars or a half a million dollars. Right. So in order for that transaction to have legitimacy, you have to have a verified chain of title to the asset. Does that make sense? It does. So are you digitizing the crazy amounts of paperwork? So we are working uh, along with many other companies and many other startups and a lot of companies that we are looking to work with as a client facing development team and um, consultative, you know, blockchain strategic partner to, you know, the insurance industries, the real estate industries, the finance industries, the energy and gas industries. We are looking to transport. Um, we are looking to and working with companies in these sectors to help them build the tools that will remove large swaths of this paperwork that will um, simplify the oper the the you know the the operations um, and will add transparency will reduce can reduce risk and can reduce you know large parts of the back end cost basis of some of these transactions. Yeah, I, mean, I got to tell you, I'm in the middle of buying a house right now, and this sounds very glorious because <laughs> I've had to run all over the world to get pieces of paper for this and that and the other thing to make it all happen. And it's like, why isn't this just in a place when we have computers that talk to each other? <laughs> why can't I just make this easier? Right, and the and the the you know the the situation is that. The digitization of our societies has come a long way since, you know, even even since the mid 90s, you know, and, and really on a on a powerful trajectory. The some of the issues that you have around that particular space um, where you still have we still have mortgage companies requiring that somebody, you know, write a letter and sign it to answer some sort of a data question on a report somewhere. Right. Um, is is a little bit silly at this stage. But part of that issue becomes that you have disparate data silos, if you will, that don't have, you know, trust verification between them. And they don't have the transparency in the contracts to be able to transact them securely. Um, and so personal data is a very interesting piece of the sector because, you know, there's there's a lot of individual use cases, uh, you know, the one that we see kind of connected directly to the personal space more than any is probably right now is probably healthcare. Right. You know, because there is a lot of existing law about whose data that actually is and everything else. And yet very few people actually have control of their own healthcare data. And so that's a really interesting sector. But for us personally, we are working on um, the platform that 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 we're internally focused on, which will is is being run through our subsidiary Lannister Capital, 
is actually in order to allow investment groups and experienced real estate investors and even you know real estate investment trusts, REITs, and uh, master limited partnerships to um, build their investment offering and hold their assets via blockchain and smart contracts and with a you know with a token use case for their investors. And that's a very interesting, tiny, tiny, tiny slice of a very, very large vertical. But, you know, we've drilled that all the way down to this specific piece because just like we were talking about earlier, you have to start somewhere deploying inside and, and get get action under your belt, right, um, in order to have an impact on the market and then begin to take on larger chunks of the things that you see as opportunities. And so we're doing that in, in two ways. The first way is we are working on and developing and building um, and, and talking with many different, you know, companies and, and, and um, broker dealers and, and investment groups about deploying these existing legal structures um, on blockchain through our platform with the token, you know, out to their investment groups as registered, you know, offerings. And, okay. we, you know, we believe that the, the future of the token market um, which a lot of folks call cryptocurrencies, but they're really not. They're, they're you know, they're Ethereum tokens or, or, or things like that. And um, we believe that that market is, is really probably primarily mostly securities, especially in the U.S., with the way U.S. law works. And so with that being our belief, then our job is to make sure that we're presenting companies with options on how to use these things because they are a better way. They are cheaper and, you know, more transparent and, you know, have mitigated risk and, and there's a lot of benefits, you know, a, a lot of benefits to them. Um, and so, our mission is to build these tools for that particular vertical, while having Lannister Development, which is our client-facing arm, um, really active in the overall business uh, space across the country. And having, you know, interviews like this one and engaging with just amazing people and having those conversations. We were in San Francisco this last week and, you know, meeting with folks in, in manufacturing, meeting with folks in logistics. Um, and so, you know, these companies are looking at these technologies and looking at these tools and saying, OK, you know, I don't have to move every piece of my data. I don't have to move all of my systems over to blockchain, but I can build, you know, this suite of tools that allows me and my suppliers to have this, you know, decentralized, secure, transparent, you know, system of information. I can build this internally between my, you know, between, you know, my own team networks and we can cut down on these middle, you know, middle management pieces and, and these inspection pieces and reduce our, reduce our inspect what you expect times and mitigate our risk and lower our costs. Gotcha. And so it's um it's a very interesting space. We are really heavily focused on the technology side and the development side and the you know consultative approach to people who are looking to use these things and sitting down with them and saying, yeah, no, that's really cool. And now here's how this works. And maybe wait, maybe it integrates this way with this other piece that you have. And you know, here wait, you know, I I, I think a D app, which is a decentralized application, would work for this you know application and. So there's there's a lot of that going on, which is which is really exciting and fun, and it's really brand new. And so, as a curious, um, you know, exploratory organization, we find that very invigorating. We really like that part of the sector. That is. This is like, woo! <laughs> I'll tell you. So, Joseph, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to okay. try to wrap my brain a little bit around all this, and we're going to come right back with you. Okay. 
Awesome. All right. And we are back with Joseph Schneider. Okay, so Joseph, you are a publicly traded company. How does that work? That works a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> that's, that is a, that's an adventure all by itself. You know, we have this this phenomenal team of folks on our on our business end. We have this phenomenal team of folks on our tech end, and um, and that's it makes all of this possible. But um, so what we did when we really looked at the market. And what we were seeing was um, blockchain as a core technology and a technology that we believe is the future of Web 3.0 and, and, and the, the way systems operate and integrate and, and, and additional versions of blockchain as it evolves, of course. Um, we really looked at that space and there is a lot of fundraising going on, which is amazing. Anytime that you can get a lot of capital into new tech, um, you know, change happens and change can happen very dr drastically. So right. we, we like that. Um, but what we saw was there was a lot of, you know, really unregistered offerings because of this, you know, crypto side of things and, and, you know, just the way that that whole system works. And that system was designed um, that way and, and everything else. And I'm not judging it. Like we build those tools, you know, if you're in looking at doing an ICO, offshore or you're looking to do a registered offering onshore or you're thinking about having your your use case for the for this fundraising event analyzed um we'd love to take that call go to lannisterdevelopment.com fill out the form let's have that conversation we'd love to talk to you got yeah but um we as a company looked at that space and if if we wanted to kind of wave this flag about the technology more than the crypto and the, 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 the use cases in traditional business, the integrations with enterprise, um, all of these things that are not directly related in many cases to fundraising, then we needed to be in a position where we felt that we could, A, access capital from the market as we needed it for scale and growth and acquisitions and other things as they come along the path. And B, that we could kind of stand up and say, look, um, we're already regulated. You know, we're already on the, you know, on the OTC market in the U.S. We're already filing our 8Ks with, with the ICC and going through these processes. And so we went ahead and did a reverse merger, which is where we acquired a company that was already trading on the U.S. Uh, market. So it was already public. Interesting. And by acquiring that company, we rolled our company into it. And so now we are the publicly traded company and we're finishing up all of the work to, to kind of go finish the end of that process, which is lots of financials and lots of legal filings and all, all kinds of wonderful things. As you might imagine, they're, they're a lot of fun and it's a really cool adventure um, for a business geek like me. Anyways. <laughs> um, I like that you're a business geek. I'm a super business geek. I, really, <laughs> I you know, in my spare time, I, I scroll Bloomberg news. It's, uh, and oh, I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, M&A. And people are like, what are you on? Um, <laughs> but that's awesome. So, You're in the right space yeah. then. So I'm, I'm in the right space. And, you know, we consciously chose this path in order to be able to, like I said, you know, um, 
have a clear and open and and demands based you know capital structure where you know we have external stakeholders that we answer to we have a valuation on on the market where you know we are already regulated we already have to you know abide by all of these rules and all of this you know kind of kind of disclosure and being able to uh, execute that was was awesome and it was a lot of fun and I, you know I, as a business geek you know i love um the challenge of you know putting those those multifaceted deals together and getting all the diff- disparate parties on the same page and a reverse merger is its own animal um let me tell you <laughs> well, but are, are you thinking like down the road is there a thought that you're going to have something that everybody can tap into or is it just going to be like company by company? Uh, you know, my belief and there's there's statistics out, you know, blockchain as a technology is growing at 80% per year. Um, you know, it's it's projected to hit, you know, 9.7 billion in in, in corporate and government um, capital spending by 2021. And so I believe that we believe that decentralized ledger and and smart contracts and, and and these kind of systems are the future of the systems and operating procedures as as people move forward. Now, an example of that is <clears throat> I'm talking to you on my cell phone. You're you know you've got a cell phone in your purse or 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 somewhere for sure. Right. And we all know how that device works, and we use it every day, and we run large swaths of our businesses and our lives on them. Um, but we don't actually know how the technology inside them works, right? right? We just know that it works. Right. And so I view blockchain as that kind of a system where there may even be things where that you're already using. There's already, you know, banks implementing blockchain, Walmart's implementing blockchain to, to you know, track their their um, good sourcing, you know, and, and, and their supply chain. Um, there's all of these use cases that are being, you know, um, built as we speak and integrated as we speak into the core underlying systems that all of us rely on, on our daily, in our daily lives. And so I think in that regard, you know, the technology is going to touch everybody, us as a company specifically. And what our focus is for our stakeholders and for our value propositions is that we are, um, very, very heavily focused on building out these tools and on also doing swaths of this work for our clients with a core focus on, um, you know, not only a consultative approach to the integrations and the disruption that the tools carry, but also on the intellectual property that comes out of the tools as they're developed. And that sets us apart, I think, from a lot of the the other companies in the world that are doing this, because as a U.S.-based company that is looking at IP for ourselves and for our own projects, you know, we come to our clients with a very, you know, unique proposition of saying, look, not only will we analyze how this works inside of your system, and not only will we, you know, help you structure these things to make sure that they they get you the result that you want, not just build the thing that you think you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but also through that process, all of our development teams, all of our success teams, all of the people that are there to get your project, you know, from start to finish are heavily focused on the intellectual property points that may arise throughout that process. And currently, you know, the intellectual property world for blockchain is is just in its infancy. You know, it's 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 really wide open. And yeah, there's a bunch of patents being filed. I think every single day around the space by by many companies. But the fact of the matter is, is that we don't have 40 years of technology run-throughs for all of these different tiny sliver uses and systems and processes and 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 property rights 
to be protected and, and wrapped up. And so it's a really interesting time for the long-term value, right? So like in client-facing development, you've got short-term value, right? There's, right. there's, there's contracts, you've got a known return on investment, there's these chunks of work, and there's these you know, longer-term maintenance contracts and all these kind of great ways to monetize and, and, and build a monetization stream and, and build a profit stream, and I love that. And on our side, we've got the, you know, the internal focus on these real estate finance pieces and, and being able to deploy them and get revenues for how they, for how they work and, and, and all these kinds of things are, are phenomenal. But the long-term value play, in, in my opinion, is the technical know-how, the scale-up, the build-out, the brand, and then the intellectual property book. Right. Okay. How how many you know how many um, systems how many processes how much how much IP can be stacked up through this and that I think gives us scale value for all of our stakeholders over the long term. This is fascinating stuff, sir. We'll take another quick break and we will be right back with Joseph Snyder. We are back with Joseph Snyder. Okay, Joseph, it is question time. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. So um, my first question, when I heard the name of your company being Lannister Holdings, my head went to Game of Thrones. Does this have anything to do with Game of Thrones, the name? The name. The na- <laughs> well, um, don't, uh, I'm going to say no. because Okay. Those people have better lawyers than I do. Um <laughs> You know, look, I'm a nerd. We're, we all are. Like, I'm sitting here in my office. I've got a giant, um, you know, Incredible Hulk poster. I've got R2-D2 in a tuxedo and the Millennium Falcon behind me. Um, awesome. So, yeah, we're, we're nerds. Um, with that being said, what we were going for was a name that, and, and we had a long list and our team went through them, and you do that whole kind of process. And that's right. a lot of fun, especially in this day and age, because you know, one of the things that we really look at is I'm like, I'm unwilling to pay $15,000 for a domain name. Like yeah. I'm just too cheap to do that. I'm um, with you on so, that. <laughs> so I try to find names where I can get the .com and not be paying out. Right. I think we paid $7 for our domain. Right. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, yeah. And so, so a good practical name, <laughs> a good practical name. But, you know, we were looking at names. We wanted something that because we are focused on building out, you know, enterprise solutions for enterprise clients and, and middle market clients and, and e- even startups, you know, in the case of fundraising events and things like that. Right. You know, we build all of those tools, but we wanted a name that kind of resonated with old world um, aristocracy. And yeah, yeah. Um, whatever that media property is that, that you might be thinking of, if it embodied old world aristocracy in your mind, then maybe we're hitting the nail on the head. Um, <laughs> and then... Along with that, we wanted to make sure that um, because we are really at the bleeding edge of technologies, you know, how do these how do these technologies work? How do they disrupt? How do they integrate with, you know, IoT and AI and you know all all of these things? And so we wanted something that really kind of connected with pop culture as well, right? Current mass mass mental focus pop culture. And so um, our name kind of evolved from there, you know, got distilled down a list of, of 10 to like three. And then, you know, everybody kind of coalesced around it. And so Lannister, you know, Lannister was born. That got the um, thumbs up from everybody. 
and got the thumbs up from everybody and you know was was a lot of was a lot of fun to play with different you know you know color palettes and logo ideas and all the you know all the fun pieces of of doing brand identity and design um so and that's continuing right we've got lannister you know holdings which is our you know publicly traded holding company um and then we've got lannister development which is our client facing you know blockchain and and development teams and uh, Lannister Capital, which is focused on that real estate investor and, and finance verticals. So cool. Um, they're they are cool, and it's it's a fun name. We have fun with it. Gotcha. I like it. All right. So I stalked you a little bit, of course, before um, talking to oh, you today. And I think you're a dog guy. There was a picture of you with an awesome dog. Tell me about your dog. So I have yeah. So I have two. He's actually laying over here, sleeping on the couch. Aww. All guide. Uh, looks uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> he's happy though. So I've got two Siberian Huskies. Um, they are brother and sister, and one is named Oakley and one is named Willow, and they are they're awesome. So I, I am definitely a dog guy, um, and uh, they're just uh, they're just my buddies. You know, we we do all kinds of stuff together, and and they're they're just they're they're super great companions. And you know, if you ever get kind of stuck in a day or need to remember to be in the moment and be present and be balanced, you know, just play with a dog for 30 seconds. I'm that with you. The trick. So, and I also have, um, two dwarf goats. So I have a really? goat. Oh, dwarf goat. Fun. So we've got a couple of goats and a couple of dogs and a couple of cats. So got the, got that going on. You got two of all of them though. Two of each. Okay. Two kids, two dogs, two goats, two I cats. I like the consistency. all right so also i was looking through your website and i noticed that you have a performance and mindset officer named nina manny that's outside the box tell me about this position and what does nina do for you guys that position is so important to a team i feel like you know having that person who is very mindful and aware of you know the balance and the synergies and especially our, our system. So we are a decentralized company building decentralized technology. Uh, we're fully remote work. Uh, we're publicly traded based out of Phoenix. I live in California. Um, our team is everywhere between New York, Colorado, Denver, that's Colorado, um, <laughs> Phoenix, um, California, Oregon. So, you know, we, we, we run a decentralized organization and um, that mindset um, focus and that balance focus and that idea that, you know, we are doing this as a part of all of our journeys and a part of all of our life experiences and adventures and to make sure that that, that stays in cadence and stays with an overall positive mentality is really important. And Nina is absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, we've had all kinds of things, you know, that, that go on in, in the life of a team. And she is, you know, she is a shoulder for people to cry on. She's a support for people to stand on and, uh, and, and, and lean on. And, you know, I know for me personally, having that ability to, to get somebody on the phone and say, Hey, you know what, this isn't moving and I'm trying to, you know, and here's what I'm doing. You know, what, you know, what, what angles am I missing? And, and I get to do that with our whole team, but, you know, Nina especially provides that support, um, inside the team and, and to everybody. I think it's really valuable. I love it. I, I I think that's awesome. And I, and I agree with you. I think that is really important. Um, I think it helps your whole team to have a person that can, you know, kind of, I mean, when you're working with a team of people, there's going to be issues, right? There, there is going to be issues. And the thing is, is that especially as, 
um, a decentralized team and, and the way that we, you know, the way that our team works together virtually in a, in a near constant basis, but we don't actually, you know, slap each other's backs around the water cooler. Right. Um, it, it definitely takes a very, very specific dynamic. And our CTO and I spent several years um, in the last few years working in a decentralized fashion consciously and figuring out where, where the problems were and really trying to address those and make sure that we had an operating system that could come out of this and shine. And so, you know, we, we've, we've got a lot of tools in place to support that. Nina's a human tool. You know, we, we've got Salesforce in place to help the sales teams make sure that they're staying connected and communicating. You know, our team uses Slack, which is a, an amazing communications system for teams. Um, you know, we, we use Jira for, you know, the, uh, the dev teams and, and we're, we're, we operate under the GIST framework out of Google um, and, uh, from an, you know, an agile mentality and, um, an operating system. And so all of those things go together to allow a team to not hang out around the water cooler and still work together in a positive, passionate, empowered way and get really, you know, outsized results without anybody having to put on a shirt and tie and drive to an office. Yeah. Who wants that? <laughs> nobody, as far as I can tell, no, I know. I swear, I became an entrepreneur just so I wouldn't have to dress up and go to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody wants to do that. And you know, we have these, you know, we have these incredible contacts and these. And look, do I think that we're going to be able to avoid an office forever? Pro- probably not. You know, and right, maybe, right. You know, maybe we can pull that trick off. And and I'm interested to see how that plays. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, we look at these, we have meetings with these startups who, who have raised a bunch of money and they've got people they've got to answer to or, you know, whatever those cases are. And, and don't get me wrong, we've, we've raised capital and I have people that I answer to. Uh, and, and now we're publicly traded. I have lots of stakeholders that, that I answer to. And, and they let me know on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we don't like this. Uh, no, I get it. Let's talk about it. So, you know, there's. But then they're out there with this capital that they've raised, and they're spending tranches of capital on re- on space, right? You know, and right. and tranches of capital on 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 moving people in and out of these these places and these things, and and you have to clean um, it and insure it, and oh, <laughs> and then I mean, look, I I understand the the you know we can we can talk about the ley lines crossing at san francisco and the power that 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 emanates from that city um financially and 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 technologically and beautifully um and the diversity and I, and i love all of that but i'm not willing to pay the rents yeah like, i got you not do it and you know what i've found is that <clears throat> we are attracting world class just beautiful brilliant people uh literally every single week who are coming to us and saying you know what? I've got this other gig, but I it sucks, and I want to do. I, I feel like you guys have a better way building, and and so that's a core part of our strategy is 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 communicating this out to the market. Now, look if if you are a brilliant, talented, artistic, you know, sale a, a software sales executive. If you're a beautiful, talented, artistic software developer and you want to learn, you know, the, the blockchain side or you, you know, what, whatever your art is and, and, and you think it adds value, let us know. We're adding members to our team. We're scaling out and we are all about uh, achieving the results, uh, fulfilling the commitments um, beautifully, bespokely with, with an attention, with a beautiful attention to detail um, from a freedom-based and remote work system. And so, you know, we, and that is just bringing us the most incredible relationships, uh, partnership opportunities, 
and and then and then staff like it's just humbling to watch it really is well congratulations on all that i wish you guys continued success it's i mean this is certainly interesting i'm going to be keeping an eye on it and i mean Thank you so much for being willing to come on here and, and teach us a bit more about blockchain, what we need to know, and just talking about what the future is going to look like. I appreciate it. And thanks thanks for having me on. If people do want to follow us um, on Twitter, it's at Lannister CEO, at Lannister NBDR. We are publicly traded on the US OTC market under the ticker symbol NBDR, Nancy Bravo Delta Robert. And uh, again, I'm Joseph Snyder with Lannister Holdings and Lannister Development. Thank you, Joseph. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Have a great day. And for everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Find us on iTunes. Please subscribe. Have an awesome one.